Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about how we are all destined for greatness. And I know you may be hearing that and thinking to yourself, what? What do you mean I'm destined for greatness? I'm just a teacher. I'm just a secretary. I'm just a nurse. I'm just a this or a that. Whatever label you want to put on yourself. How can I be destined for greatness? But I'm here to tell you that you are. The universe is asking each and every one of us who have been called as light workers to step forward into our purpose and step fully into our power. I know some of you are thinking to yourself, how the heck am I supposed to do that? What do you mean I'm supposed to step fully into my power? I understand. I was you a few years ago thinking, what is my purpose and how am I supposed to achieve that purpose? Now, being a light worker doesn't necessarily mean that you have to write a book and you have to start a podcast and you have to go on public tour. It doesn't mean that. You can be a light worker by being there for people. You might be one of those people that other people just feel like they can come and ask for advice. And you might feel like it's easy for you to give others advice because it just seems to flow out of you. Well, you're being a light worker without even realizing it because you're tapped into your intuition. And the advice that's flowing out of you isn't necessarily coming from you. It's coming from your higher self and it's coming from spirit, whether you realize it or not. So you're actually helping people just by spreading your light and your kindness. So you can be a light worker and still be a teacher or still be a nurse or still be an accountant, whatever it is that you do. Stepping fully into your power just means that you start developing your gifts more And using them in your everyday life. So using them to help others who come to you. So this whole, what is a light worker? I posted an article about this on Facebook the other day. But I thought I would talk about this because people might know what a light worker is, but some people may be sitting there going, what is she talking about? What is a light worker? So I'm going to talk to you about how to know whether or not you are a light worker. And I believe truly that if you are listening to my podcast, you probably are. Because I find that people who are attracted to and drawn to my podcast are light workers or empaths. So we're going to talk about what that is and how you can step fully into your power and show up fully for what you were meant to do. And it can be in a big way. It can be in a small way. I say this all the time, but I said from the beginning, if I help one person, then I'm showing up. And that's the whole point. We don't have to help the masses. Maybe that is your destiny, but maybe it's not. Maybe your destiny is to show up for those who need you. And maybe that's 10 people. Maybe it's one person. Maybe it is millions of people. We all have different purposes and we all have different paths. And it's really about figuring out what that is and stepping into our roles. So let me go over really quickly with you. What is a light worker? The first sign that you're a light worker 
is that you just intuitively know that you came here to help others. So you know that you're here for a higher purpose and your purpose is related to helping others awaken by transforming your own lives. So if you felt like you've gone through a huge spiritual transformation and I did a podcast episode earlier about what spiritual transformation is and what it's like. So if you've done that, then you know that you are probably here as a light worker because you've gone through this spiritual transformation. You're probably also highly intuitive and you've had this wisdom, this inner knowing since you were born. And often people seem to think that you're wise for your age or maybe when you were younger, people thought they're very wise for their age. I was always told that when I was younger that I seemed to be wise beyond my years. So if you've ever been told that, that's another sign. You might connect with people easily, but you might also kind of be a loner. So even though you're able to make friends with people, you tend to want to be isolated or be by yourself. And that's because you're very sensitive to other people's energy. So you can only really take that in small doses because when you're around a lot of people for a long time, it can really drain you. Also, when you were young, you were set up for a series of traumatic and challenging events in your life. I can definitely attest to that. So if you've had a lot of challenges and difficulties early on in life, you may understand, or maybe you don't, but those challenges were not intended to hurt you. They were meant for you to become awakened to the healer that you are now. So you had to go through those traumas in order to go through the spiritual transformation. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but certainly I can relate to that because going through my spiritual transformation, part of what I had to do was heal all of that inner childhood wounding. And that has helped to put me on the path to where I am now. I couldn't help people heal from things if I hadn't also gone through those things myself. So you may also feel that you relate to that. You also may feel like you're constantly on a mission to improve your own life or to improve the lives of those around you. Your core drive in life is to find what needs to be fixed and how you can make it better. Sometimes your shadow side might, might be trying to look for perfection, but that's the where you know your shadow side is whatever side of you that kind of needs to be worked on and healed, the side of us that be, can become like obsessive. So if you take it to the extreme, you may think that you need to be perfect in everything. And of course, no one can achieve perfection, but it's really stemming from this drive to make yourself the best version of yourself. And there's a big difference with that. So you may feel the need to revolutionize, you know, yourself because you have this inner knowing or gift that you need to be working on yourself. Um, you may have been diagnosed with a mental illness. Um, and, you know, some people become depressed or they have other diagnoses. And actually, you understand that you're revolutionizing the way people see mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. 
part of why we come here is to help with that. And I believe that a big part of my purpose is to help people in healing naturally from anxiety and depression because it's such a it's such a an unknown for a lot of people, even with all of the medical information that we have, sometimes people still aren't able to get the help that they need because the medicines and different things aren't helping. So we need to find more natural alternatives to helping with depression and anxiety. And many of us are here to help do that. You may be very spiritual, but not very religious. And that's because your life work is to help people internalize their own power. Even if you use teachings or principles from an ascended master or another, so even if, let's say, you use the teachings or principles from Jesus or from Buddha, you maintain your focus on awakening the God that is within everyone. And so... Whereas religion says, you know, you have to pray to this entity, you realize that this entity is already within you. So the divine, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, your higher power is already within you. You are a part of this entity and not separate from, and that's what sets you apart from religion. You may be naturally creative and the healing process for you may often involve some kind of art or writing or uh, a one-on-one healing modality. You are really the epitome of an old soul. You're wise and mature, and it seems like you've experienced many lifetimes here, even though you're very young. You may have always been labeled as different by your friends and family, and because of this, you may have felt like it's been hard for you to find your tribe or your soul family, and you may feel like you don't fit in anywhere. And so when you find a podcast like this or you find another group, you get so excited because you're like, oh my gosh, no one understands me and this is how I feel and I feel like you guys all are the same as me. I know people say that to me all the time, like, well, I was struggling and at a loss to find any direction in my life. And when I found your podcast, it was like sitting down and talking to a best friend. And that's because we've been through very similar situations. You may be constantly coming into deeper self-awareness about yourself and your life through your own journey of awakening and healing. You continue to shine light on the shadow aspects that most people reject or deny. So you may trigger people sometimes because you're shining a light on what people need to fix in their own life. You are an extremely powerful manifester. So when you think or focus on something, and remember, you can manifest negative things and you can manifest positive things. So you may be a powerful manifester and you may be saying to yourself, well, nothing good seems to happen to me. Well, you might be manifesting a lot of bad things because your focus is on the wrong thing. But that too would show that you're a powerful manifester. So it's important if you know you are, and you know this too, if you're constantly seeing 11-11, when you constantly see that, that means you're powerful at manifesting and you need to make sure that your thoughts are on positive things. What do you want to see, not what do you not want to see. So make sure you're focusing on what you want, not what you don't want. You may also feel like um, you're naturally drawn to ancient spiritual texts about energy and ascension. I know this has definitely been a 
thing for me. Even before I went through my spiritual awakening, I was always drawn to read books like I read all of the books. I think every one of them by Sylvia Brown. And I read all of the books by James Van Prague. And I just kept being drawn to those kinds of books because I just couldn't get enough. I wanted to know more. And the more I read certain things, the more it sounded like, you know what, this resonates with me. This this feels like my truth. And you know that it's like, you know it from your soul when you read something, you're like, yes, this is my truth. So you may be drawn to read things like that. And you write, might feel like you resonate, excuse me, sorry, I'm having trouble speaking today. You may feel like you resonate more with Eastern philosophies than you do with Western philosophies. You also may feel like you're almost psychic in your ability to tell what other people are thinking or feeling or what they need from you. That is definitely was the case with me. I know I would tell people like, what's wrong? Or I'd say to them, what's wrong? And they would say, nothing. You know, why do you think something is wrong? Well, because I know I can tell that something isn't right with you. So you may feel like, and again, that's just your intuition kicking in. You're picking up on what they're thinking and feeling. It's you being an empath and picking up on the energy that they're putting out there. Um, you also may uh, feel like you're here to dissolve your old karmic patterns and that you need to break into a new level of awareness. So maybe you understand that your purpose here is not just a job or a task, but that you're here to become who you were meant to be. Like, you know, you have this inner knowing that it's something bigger than just you. I guess bigger than just coming here to be a nurse or coming here to be an accountant. You know you have a bigger purpose than that. And your main objective in life is self-growth. Like You're always focused on how can you become a better person. And again, I say that if you're listening to my podcast, you know I'm describing you because you found it because you looked up something like spirituality or self-help or self-improvement. So that's why you're here. You also feel a connection to nature and you believe that it's one of the closest things we can get to to be aligned with source. So you understand the important role that nature has. So maybe when you look at a butterfly, you know, that seems like it's floating on air, you look at the butterfly and and you feel the connection that you have to source and to mother nature. Um, You also may have experienced at multiple points in your life an intense spiritual awakening. You might have felt like your entire worldview became shattered and that everything that you were believing didn't make sense anymore. And you felt like there has to be more than just this. I know that's what happened with me. I felt like everything that I've learned growing up, it doesn't make any sense to me anymore. It's like a foreign language to me now. None of this seems to really ring true to me. So I had to totally reevaluate everything. And that meant completely purging all of the old limiting beliefs and conditions that I had been grown um, taught growing up. And these things were, you know, second nature to me. And now I had to completely shed all of my old beliefs and all of the old thinking and really figure out what do I believe? Because I don't believe any of this stuff and this stuff doesn't ring true to me anymore. So what do I believe? So it's all about completely 
going through that process of shedding the old and becoming the new you. And you understand that awakening, it can be exhausting and it's a painful process, but it's also really necessary because we get rid of what no longer serves us. And for many of us, that's those beliefs that we're not enough, we'll never have enough, we'll never make enough, any of those things we just have to get rid of. Also, you can sense that you're a part of a global effort to raise people's consciousness, not just your own, but raising the whole collective. And you may realize that when you send your prayers out and when you do things for others, it's not just a small act. You're actually helping to raise the entire consciousness of the collective. And that is really what I believe is going on in an intense way right now with this whole coronavirus. I think that we are just experiencing a most massive shift in the consciousness of the collective. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it every day in what's happening. And I think that, you know, it's really becoming evident. We see everything that people are posting. If you're following people on social media, you can see that it's not just if you want to call us woo-woo people, right? It's not just people who are spiritual or are enlightened who are realizing and sensing this huge and massive shift that's going on. Regular people are posting things, you know, like, hey, maybe we've taken things for granted. Maybe we are killing the planet. Maybe this is the time for us to go back and actually heal the planet and heal our relationships with one another. How many times before... Did you go out to eat and you looked around and you saw people staring at their phones and not even interacting with one another? I saw that so often and I'll be the first to admit sometimes I was guilty of that. And I don't think we're going to take that for granted anymore now that we can get out. It's like we realize the necessity of human interaction and I think that that's part of this huge awakening. So if any of those sounded familiar to you or if you resonated with that, you are a light worker and you are being called here today to step fully into your power and whatever that is. So if you're still trying to figure out what is your purpose, then I would say you need to spend some more time working on that and you can do the meditations to figure that out um, or you can do a coaching session to try to figure that out. Many of us are being called to be healers in one way or another. And whether it's that you're an energy healer and you take a Reiki course and you help others that way, or whether you are, um, maybe you're just someone who's intuitive and you're a good listener and people come to you and you give them advice and you tell people, you know, just like I do here, you tell people, you've got to stop the negative thinking. You need to think more positively. You need to change your mindset. I mean, those are all reasons that we come here. You know, for me, I've created this whole program on mindfulness for teens and for kids, and I'm working on the final touches of that and part of that is like now I'm asking my own kids, hey, can you help me, you know, can we go through this program? And I thought they would be like, no, no, mom, we don't want to help you. But they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll help you with it. We'll give you feedback. So I think that in a way, too, this is also an opportunity for me to help them heal as well. And so maybe you guys are being called to do things like that. Maybe it's not creating whole programs 
but maybe it's just being an informal kind of counselor to people who come to you and ask you for your advice. Or maybe it's what you post on social media. Maybe you're always positive and uplifting. And I had someone reach out to me the other day who's not a client and doesn't listen to anything I do, which is someone who's on my regular Facebook page and sent me a message thanking me for all the positive things I post because this person was just inundated with all of this negativity from other people in her family. And she said, you know, your Facebook page are always so positive. It really helps. So you can even be contributing in small ways like that. Well, you may think it's small and you may think it's no big deal, but you might have like 10 people on your Facebook page who are like, oh my gosh, you're such a help. You get me through the day. You know, when all of these people are negative, I can go to your page and I know for sure you've got something positive posted there. So there are a lot of ways that we can show up as a light worker. And I believe now more than ever, the universe is asking us to step forward and to do that. And know that you're going to be protected when you do, really. And you're going to be rewarded when you do. I can't tell you enough how much the universe rewards us for things we do like that. And it's not why we do it, but it is so nice to know that we are being recognized. It's awesome. And just in the past few days, you know, I've talked to you about how I was a little fearful when my um, my ex-husband passed away because like all child support stopped and everything. I cannot tell you how many things have been coming in for me. It's crazy, like just craziness. I mean, first of all, with taxes, I had filed my taxes and I thought, okay, you know, I guess I can amend those now because we used to have an agreement that he would claim one and I would claim one. So I did that and I thought I was going to get just a little bit more back. It ended up being like a lot more and it was like something that would help me out a lot with them. So super thankful for that. Then, you know, they announced the stimulus plan. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's even more. I mean, I'm just saying this to tell you that when you trust fully in the universe, that the universe has your back. The universe shows up in massive ways, massive ways. And it can be in big and small ways. I got a refund check today for a class action suit that I had already received a check from years ago. And it was like a $6 check. But still, to me, I don't care how big or small it is. I'm always like, thank you, universe. Thank you for sending this. And I appreciate every little thing, no matter how big or small. And it just shows me how amazing the universe is. The universe can bring anything to us and wants to. Most of the time, the only thing that's stopping us is us. We are keeping ourselves from receiving abundance because of our thoughts, because we're so negative and because we doubt. We are resisting and the universe says, stop it. I'm trying to bring you all these cool things. So if you're one of those people, one of the biggest ways we resist is by feeling like we're not worthy of things. And I wanted to do something to help people with that because I suffered from this myself in a major way. So I created my program, You Are Lovable. And as a way to sort of introduce this program to you, and just because I wanted to offer this to you, I have my free five-day challenge. It's the You Are Lovable Challenge. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is fill out the Google form, and I will put this in the link in this 
I'll put the link to this form in the description of this podcast so that you can click on it and fill it out. It will be by text. So you will get a text message and it's going to start April 6th. And every day for five days, you're going to get a free text message from me giving you a free lesson, a daily lesson on self-love. And it's a little appetizer, if you will, to whet your appetite for what is coming, which is the You Are Lovable course. And in this course, you are going to get two weeks of lessons, okay? So it's 14 daily lessons. And not only that, but I am also going to do a group Zoom meeting each week. So you'll get two group sessions with me. And if you were to do a group uh, private coaching session with me, it's $60 an hour right now. So you get like $120 worth of coaching from me and two weeks full of lessons that you get to keep for the rest of your life. And this class is only going to be $100. Plus, if you are a site member of MelissaOatman.com, I'm going to give you a special discount and I'll be sending that email out soon too. So it's going to be an awesome deal and you're going to learn so much. And that is part of the biggest way that we manifest is by feeling like we're worthy of what we're receiving. And that's where a lot of people have blocks. So I can't wait for this program. It's going to be so awesome. So it is definitely worth you signing up. It's free to you. This challenge is absolutely free. So you have nothing to lose, but you have everything to gain. So sign up. Now I wanted to pull um, a card for you before I left today, but two came out and you know how I am. I'll take them both. This is from the new deck I got. It is called Love Notes from the Universe. And the first card I pulled is you are destined for greatness on the wings of love. To clarify, the primary roles of love are not to heal, fix, or mend, not to soothe, cure, or ease, not even to refresh, rejuvenate, or restore, hardly. The primary roles of love are to yahoo, yeehaw, and woohoo, get your love on the universe. So to me, what this is telling you is that the whole reason we're here is to love and to experience love in all of its forms. And love should make you feel good. It should make you want to jump for joy. So are you experiencing love as you should be in your life? Are you really truly experiencing love of friendship, the love of family, the love of a partner? And if not, then you're doing it wrong. You need to be enjoying the love that you get in your life. And I think now more than ever, we need to be appreciating those we have around us. All right, that was your first card. Your second card is you know what to do. In all battles of the heart over the mind, go with your heart. Because truly, it's a lot easier for your mind to catch up with your heart than for your heart to catch up with your mind. A whole lot. No and not that I don't love your mind, the universe. I love that. So many times we do the opposite. We go with our mind instead of our hearts. And your heart is so truly connected to that intuition. When your heart knows what to do, go for it. Your mind will catch up later. I love that. I love that so much. All right, guys. Well, not only do I love that, but I love all of you. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. 
As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. If you're listening on iTunes, leave me some stars. That really helps other people find me, and I want to thank you so much for those of you who do that. If you'd like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find a list of services that I offer as well as a description, and you can purchase a service from my website, but then contact me to schedule it. I always like to be individually contacted for scheduling. That way, we can work out the best time for you. Or if you want to work with me, but you're not sure how, just reach out. All of my contact information is in the description to the podcast. I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken, on Amazon, Goodreads, or Barnes & Noble. Thank you to those of you who have purchased it. If you purchased it and you liked it, please go leave me a review. That also helps people find my book. Thank you so much to all of you. I hope you have a beautiful day. And don't forget, you can follow me on social media. Again, all of my social media contact information is in the description to this podcast. I hope that your day is full of blessings and I will see you again soon. Bye guys.